0: Welcome, welcome everyone. I appreciate you so much for choosing to listen to this episode. If you're brand new to my podcast, my name is Akayami McCoy and I am the Christian therapist. I do want you to know that anything that I'm going to be sharing on this podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy or counseling with a licensed mental health professional. What I share on this podcast is mainly for educational or entertainment purposes only. Also, if you listen to this podcast and you really would love to give a comment or feedback on this episode, please feel free to do so by going on to Anchor and leaving either a voice message or you can email me at akayamemccoy at and give me your feedback on this episode. I greatly appreciate it and I would love to hear from you. Also, if you so choose, please feel free to share this episode on your social media platform or go onto Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star review. That just helps me get the word out a little bit more. And I do appreciate anything that you choose to do with this episode and this podcast. All right, in the meantime, sit back and enjoy. I have come fully aware of something about myself that I think I may have believed was going on when I was younger, but I am more aware of it now than ever. And that is, I love, 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 and so enjoy spending time alone. I really do. Being by myself gives me the ability to be very creative. I can accomplish a lot of tasks and I can spend my energy on the things that I'm trying to complete, whatever my goals are. And every day I am in, I have in my mind my vision and how I want my life to be. So I'm constantly, constantly trying to reach goals and complete tasks to get that and the only way that i'm able to do that is when i'm by myself i don't do well around a lot of people when i was in college i never did care for working in groups because i always felt like i can get things done alone and by myself and without the help of others now i said i'm aware of this but it doesn't mean that i i believe it's healthy it's not always healthy to be the way that I am, but it's part of my temperament. But one thing that I do know about having this type of temperament is that I tend to alienate a lot of family and friends sometimes. And I avoid some of the more fun things to do in the entertainment and social settings because I just don't like being around a lot of people all the time and too frequent. And when I do, you know, feel that way about, you know, social settings and things like that, I miss out on life and living life to its fullest. And I know that there's a whole lot of people out there that are like me. I know I'm not alone. And unfortunately, because we're like that, most, most of the time, people don't invite us to do things or to join them that often because we're so quick to turn it down. At least I know I'm really quick to turn down a social event or a social setting because I just don't feel like being bothered. So believing that solitude is better can really create frustrations within relationships with other people. And those people are really just wanting to connect with me. I know that they want to just really get to connect and spend time and have fun together. And in my head, I'm always thinking, oh, my gosh, I just need to get back home. I need to do this. I need to finish that or I need to complete that. And so I go in my head and I just talk myself out of so many different things. Being alone really and truly limits our ability to practice practice loving people, practice patience, you know, can offer kindness and develop more compassion with people. Because if we're not around other people, there is no way to develop patience, kindness, compassion, and love for other people. We can't develop those type of things in a relationship alone. I mean, or being by ourselves. That's no way for that to build up In us. We can't build up patience if we're never around somebody that tests the patience. We need human connection. And if you think about it, when people that are in prison end up going into lockup for doing something, you know, bad or breaking a rule or something like that, they are experiencing some serious solitude. They don't get the opportunity to connect with other people, they don't get to talk to other people. Or be around anyone and the only time they really get to get out is when they're allowed to go out into the yard or you know get some air but they're only out there by themselves you know and that is a terrible place to be we may not be in prison or in jail or anything like that but when we shut ourselves off from everyone else we're literally in our own prison we're in the prison of our own minds I purposely do that to myself. And then I wonder why people only reach out when they need to talk to me. And that's another thing that I have come to understand. I don't have a lot of phone calls or text messages um, coming to me because I push people away so often or I avoid people to the point where they feel like they're bothering me because that's the kind of the way I make them feel sometimes. We can become very protective of our time. I get that. I I am very protective of my time, especially my mornings. My mornings is sacred time for me because I have a routine and sometimes I'm very inflexible with that. <laughs> I don't want nobody interfering with my um meditation or my ability to listen to some sermons, my prayer time. I don't want nobody interfering with that. So I am very protective of certain times of the day. Alone time to me is sweet. (laughs) It is very sweet. And I get so much excitement out of the time that I have by myself, especially when I complete things. It's, It's such a joy. I just, I love it to the point where I want it all the time. Having others share our time and space makes it hard to watch what we want on TV, eat what we want, listen to what we want, look how we want, (laughs) even control the temperature of the room or the car or something like that. So I know that I am one of those people that don't really like to share my space in my environment because I can't do what I want to do. I can come and go as I please also when I'm by myself. So Unfortunately, yeah, I probably won't be in too many relationships if I don't allow my time to be shared with others. And there are people that prefer to only be around pets, dogs, you know, or animals, and they prefer that over people because they don't really have to socialize or they don't have to get feedback from people. They they just prefer it. But unfortunately, animals, pets, dogs, cats they cannot encourage us, they cannot share ideas with us or our experiences, they can't share resources or information they can just only provide comfort so even though some people prefer that it's still not necessarily the healthiest way to live our lives I mean, but if that 's what you want you know somebody wants to do, then they can do that, but it's still not the best way to connect with other humans healthy relationships are important communication expressing emotions help in developing healthy a healthy mind healthy conversation improves brain health relationships are important to our human health now i do want you to understand that i am not in no way shape or form saying that being in a relationship is the end-all, beat-all because some relationships are very toxic. Toxic relationships create the opposite of what I'm saying. And they allow people to be, um, it, it doesn't allow people to be themselves when they're in toxic situations. There are different temperaments in different cultures and different upbringings. And many of our early influences affect how we show up in relationships So if somebody has toxic behaviors, then they need to work on that or maybe get support from other people to help them with that. Ask questions when you're in relationships with other people and get to know a person. And it's also important for us to get definitions of words and symbols and forms of expressions when we're in relationships, because not everything way of communicating is positive some people believe that I'm talking loud but I'm not angry I'm talking um, this way I'm expressing myself but I'm not mad but even though that is their form of communicating doesn't necessarily mean it works well for other people when you're in a relationship so share experiences and what life was like for you growing up and communicate why you respond the way that you do when you're in relationships with other people. And it's also important for people to understand what things trigger you because just because I am one that like to be by myself and I like solitude doesn't mean that um I'm having I should have an expectation that everybody else wants that. Some people can't stand being by themselves. Some people just prefer to be in the company of other people and they may not need to be talking. They might just need to be in the same space as the other person. So you have to understand and learn the needs of other people and how they communicate and how they are used to being in relationships with others so you could make adjustments if necessary. Relationships should never include any form of verbal abuse or physical abuse. And so if you're someone that expresses communication and words and stuff in a very abusive manner, that is something that you would definitely want to get help with. It is never okay to verbally abuse someone or physically abuse someone. Avoid trying to control others as well and avoid trying to manipulate people to adopt to your ways, even if they would benefit from them. I have a lot of ways about me that I believe is the best way. It doesn't mean it is. And it doesn't mean it's the best way for other people. So I can't push my ways on other people just because it will suit me or it will benefit me. Also, don't let your behavior affect others. So my solitude is important to me, but I have to be mindful that solitude will ruin a relationship if I never connect with others. And I don't want my habits and my patterns of behavior to incringe on others' health or their well-being. So take mo- take a little time to assess how you show up in relationships and Think of ways to make adjustments that will benefit the relationship in general. All right, I think I've said enough for today, and I hope that there was something that I've said that causes you to kind of reflect on the way that you are in relationships, how you show up, and if there's any room for improvement. Until the next time, everyone, good mental, physical, and spiritual health. So what did you think about the episode you just listened to? Well, if you want to tell me what you think about it, don't forget, as I said in the beginning, feel free to either leave a voice message about your experience with this episode or email me at a at gmail.com. Anything that I'm talking about on this episode or any information about how to connect with me will always be in the show notes. So check those out. And if you want to ever work with me as far as counseling or therapy, consulting, or just some educational information as far as mental health is concerned, please feel free to connect with me at 404-759-4853, and you can set up a free 10-minute consultation with me to see exactly what it is that you might need assistance with. I would love to be part of your team and your support. All right. Until the next time, good mental health, good spiritual health, and good physical health. Y'all take great care.